0: Hi everybody! I am Cynthia Garrett, and welcome to Girl Club. And this is the place where real girls have real talk about real issues, seeking to apply our very real faith. And you know, every week the goal here is to to provide you with a look at how to live your life, right? From dating to sex to marriage, raising kids. navigating this crazy world that we live in and all of the people, opinions and politics that we live with today. Our goal is to really figure out how we are supposed to be the light that shines in the darkness. How are we supposed to show our Christian faith? Because honestly and truly, that's why we're here. You know, we're here to live our faith out loud. And that's what we do here every week, right along with each and every one of you who chooses to join us every week. Um, before we get started this week and before I introduce my girl club crew regular member who's here with me this week, um, I just want to remind you guys to, if you're joining us here on the Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube channel, please go right there and hit subscribe. Uh, press the button, subscribe. You'll get notified when we go live every Saturday morning, wherever you are. And in some places around the world, it's Saturday evening and Saturday night. So wherever you are, I just want to invite you to become a regular part of Girl Club and a regular part of Cynthia Garrett Ministries. And uh, this week, joining me is my sister, my friend, who's an awesome singer, songwriter, pastor, teacher, evangelist, mother, wife girlfriend, (laughs) an interior designer. That's right. So that would be Nova Page. Joining me this week, my regular group member,
1: Nova Page. Hi, Nova. (laughs) That was like quite the introduction, Cynthia. I'm like, oh, oh, snap. I sound busy. (laughs) I
0: I know, right? Right. We sound very busy, but you Uh, are busy.
1: uh, You know what? (laughs) I think we just, as moms and wives and women, we just wear a lot of hats and (laughs) <laughs> right, like no pun intended do. today. One, two, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. No, I think we just we wear a lot of hats, and we yeah. we're actually, I think we're just very capable of handling a lot, a lot you more know, than we think we can. It,
0: it, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a really good observation. We're capable of handling a lot more than we think we can, and I think some of some of you guys only. Well, no, all of us, we only learn how much we're capable of handling really when we're tested and challenged.
1: Yeah. When we're pushed right in front of it It, or maybe as God pulls us into things and we're like, oh, I I can do this, not on my own strength, but I can do it with you.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, last week we kind of ended somewhere. And as people, as, as people kind of join in, I, I, I want you to, to kind of, uh, Feel free to post if you've gotten a word for the year or if the Lord gave you anything, um, anything about your identity in him. And I'll just keep making calls, making a call out throughout the hour um, to do that. And Anna, if you would post it in the comments board. So that way, as people kind of come in, you know, what word has God given you for the year and what words has God spoken over your identity for the year? because the quicker you learn to identify with what God says about you, the better, you, the better off you are, you know, um, you know, no, one of the places I wanted to go. And I, cause we were kind of starting to go there before we, we started live, um, was to start with this question. Like, does God want us to be happy, right? Does God really want us to be happy? Does he care for happy? And the short answer to that question, I have to tell you is yes. And in fact, God tells us to be happy more times in scripture than any other command, which I find to be an interesting revelation. Um, because oftentimes, I don't know about you, but I wake up and I'm I'm sort of like laying there going, am I happy? Hmm. What's this feeling that I have today? Uh, am I anxious? Am I, am I? fearful am i nervous about stuff am i what and why right cuz i think a lot of yeah. times we have these emotions or feelings and we don't know why yeah you know huh. uh, yeah and it and it's and it's interesting cuz Roger Roger called me at at a certain point this morning and he said you know we have to laugh more and i was like oh that's good that's good we have to laugh more and um and then it made me think about a merry heart is like good medicine you know, the and, and Psalm 37 4, which says, Take delight in the Lord, right? And He will give you the desires of your heart. So, take delight means like be happy in Him, like have fun in Him, laugh, like delight yourself in Him. And then I love Psalm 126 2, which says, Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And I realized. If the if these scriptures are true, I'm missing it on a lot of days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm missing it. Yeah, no, I think we all are. I, honestly, when you said that, it kind of like just sparked my memory of a conversation Ricky and I were having about Jesus this week, and how hilarious Jesus was. Where we when we read it, we don't quite understand his humor and the things that he says and does but like just the fact that he could pull a coin out of a fish's mouth like people would have thought like that is hilarious there was so much uh joy and happiness we look at him as like the say yes the savior of the world we revere that like but who he was he came with a certain amount of hilariousness even the the men that he called with him so i i don't know like and i think if we're talking the difference between happiness like being happy and like an outward expression or a deep joy but i think that happiness outward expression comes from the deep joy like the the idea that like i am fulfilled in him and the other thing that Ricky and I were talking about this week was, you know, life can, in Ecclesiastes, it talks about, and we translate it, um, life can be meaningless. It, I just right? can't it's believe,
0: like- but I just can't believe that you called Ecclesiastes because um, the scripture that Roger sent me this morning is Ecclesiastes no. 3, 11 to 13. And I'm, as Read I'm it. sending it to Anna to actually share, I'm like, is she gonna say the same thing he's saying? No, and I'm not kidding. Like, and this always happens, you guys, where we seem to be <laughs> vibrating on the same thing. Do you want me to read it first before yeah, you read? No, yeah, read no, that. Yeah. Well, I you want me to go A- first. No, you, no, yeah. you, oh, yeah, yeah. no, you, no, you, Anna. Do you have time to load Ecclesiastes 3, 11 to thirteen? If you if you have it loaded post it. If you need a second to load it, then, um, no, but just, just, she needs two minutes. So what did Ricky well, yeah. say? It's kind well,
1: of- it's interesting because we were talking about the idea, the whole idea behind Ecclesiastes and we read and we translate it's meaningless. Life is meaningless. Everything is meaningless. And we trans, we translate that word. Um, but the word is Hevel. So it's, you know, this happens and it's Hevel, Hevel, Hevel. That's the translation for what we translate as meaningless. And it's very interesting because really what Hevel means, or it's translated, it's almost like life is a paradox. It's like, it's like smoke, like, or a cloud. So you can see the cloud and it it's a cloud. We all see it. But if you went up into it, you can't grab it. It just kind of goes away. So like yeah. Hevel, it just... It comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. And and the thing is about, I think, being happy or joyful is like when we realize life is hevel and then that everything's out of your control. And that's when your life can become better because you're like, oh, I'm not oh in gosh. control. Life is hevel, hevel, hevel. It gives it's, you the ability it's not to let go. It's right. not meaningless. There is meaning. But it. It's a paradox. It's totally. a, it, and it comes, it's fleeting. And that's another, it's like, yeah. it's fleeting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think we yeah. really, I've always looked just like life is meaningless. This is so depressing. But the truth is, it's helpful. It's a paradox. Yeah. And the yeah. more that I try to grab and hang on, that's the meaningless part. It's, I can rest when I go, you know what? It's here and it's gone. It's fleeting. But, but God, you know? So, anyway, so, uh, I, I just was really like, kind of astounded by that. And I realized like, as soon as I can step back and go, God, we've got your wraparound presence. My friend, Kristen sent me this this week, just about God's wraparound presence. And I'm like, that's, I have peace because I have his wraparound presence, oh, period. That's
0: so good. That's so good. I'm telling it's so good. And, and, it. and, uh, and right now, honestly, this is for me this week This this, this is for me because it's I, for me too. Yeah, it totally. Cause I I really like, I realize how much, you know, when I wake up in this place, I realize how much of me is really and truly just grappling with, well, what's the point? what's the purpose? Maybe I need to be more creative because being creative is always my happy place. And, you know, I have to, and, and, and it, and then, you know, I, 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 this morning I was telling Roger, I was like, ah, this next book has been so hard for me to write. Um, Not the cancel culture part, because I get that cancel culture is wrong. And I get that it's not godly. The fruits of the spirit part, because teaching about the fruit of the spirit, it's like, I, the way that I teach in my opinion, is very experiential. I I have to overflow out of the experience in my heart or in my life. Not necessarily in my heart, because a heart of man is deceitfully wicked and he can <laughs> know it. So let me just preface that one. Um, but but this book, like on this second draft through, I'm going through a lot of the teaching. To add in the experience part, because a lot of it is so it's very heavy teaching. What is each fruit of the spirit? Like right now we're talking about happiness, right? And joy, but joy is different than happiness. You know, our joy is supposed to come from our knowledge that God is real. Our yeah. joy is rooted in our knowledge of the scripture and in what we know about God. And if all else is failing, we can have joy because we know God's got our back.
1: Right. Now, and, right. And don't you think God wants, he, I, I think God wants to us to enjoy him. And in that there's a so much happiness because we can let go. That And there's a lightheartedness to like, God, you know, and we can laugh at the days to come. I don't know.
0: Oh my gosh! Laugh at the days to come, Proverbs. Right? She laughs at the days to come. It's because she knows
1: he's in control. We he that God has our best interest at heart. If we could really grab onto that and like hold onto that and believe it, because I honestly sometimes I just don't believe it. Like I just one hundred percent. I don't believe it, and right. I'm like, God, help, help my unbelief. Like, help me believe in my unbelief because I I carry so much that unbelief sometimes, and I well, I want to be that woman that laughs. That the scripture
0: day. when Jesus said to that parent, or the parents said to him, I'm trying, I you know, but anyway, it it gets to that scripture. Lord, I believe. Only help my unbelief, and yeah. You know, I think about that, that's that statement a lot, you know, a lot because he knew that we would have unbelief, right. obviously, and, obviously. and, 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 and for this, for that I can't remember, it was that, it was a man I'm blanking at, at the moment, but for, for, for in that Bible story, for him to realize, like, I believe, but I have unbelief. And that's where I need help that, that I think is a very, it's like some, it's a very real place that all of us have got to actually, you know, admit that we walk through a lot of yeah. time. You that's know? why the Bible
1: is so relatable yeah. <laughs> because we all, we walk that out a lot.
0: Yeah. We do. And, and, and it's, it's, you know, a lot of times, you know, I started out saying, you know, the amp, the the sort of question I'm kind of throwing out there today, you know, does God want us to be happy is because I think a lot of times, you know, we wake up in the morning and we don't think God wants us to be happy. We don't really understand that God is our father. And just like your parents want, my mom wants me to be happy. My mom wants me to live a happy life and to be happy and to have laughter and to have a merry heart. And I want that for my son more than anything. If you're a parent, what do you want for your kids? You want them to be happy. You, even secular people who don't even know the Lord, they don't yeah. even know what their kids should root their happiness in. And they say, I just want my kids to be happy. Now we as believers are supposed to be mm-hmm. asking a little bit of a deeper question. Well, what is happiness?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. You
1: know, I it's I think about my daughter Cynthia as she you know she's this nine year old little sh- shredding ripper surfer and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I I named her Shiloh Joy. Like mm-hmm. I want her to be happy. And you know, I asked her one time when she was <clears throat> she got out. I ask her a lot, but this time in particular, I was like, Shiloh, do you like? do you love surfing? And she's like, mommy being in God's ocean makes me so happy. And I'm, and, and, but here's the thing I know. And she knows there are sharks in that water. There are lots of stingrays. There are lots of really gnarly things in that ocean that could make her really unhappy Cynthia, but she went, and I think I've shared this before, but when she's been out there and she's seen a huge shark like a 12 footer she she felt god tell her it's okay shiloh i'm with you you know uh, you're gonna be okay And so she just kept surfing. She didn't leave because the circumstance in the ocean was not perfection for her. She's like, I love God's ocean. I love that God wave after wave after wave still comes and I get to be in it and I get to surf on it and it's, it's all God's. And so, so for me, that was like in my life, I'm choosing because we all have garbage. We all have really hard things. But I'm going to choose to be happy. I don't always because it's easier for me to go back to my my old mindset. But I it it is a choice, you know, and I know that we we talk about this often, but I think it's worth repeating, you know, like we do have to choose it. We have to choose joy. We have to choose gratitude, regardless if there's sharks in our waters. Yeah. And there always is going to be, there's always going to be that person that goes against you. There's always going to be the slander or the gossip. And it is real, like for me personally, okay, this is like a personal testimony. I have been in ministry a long time. And to be honest with you, I can easily slip into the victim mindset that things are happening to me and not for me. And someone can tick me off and I can be angry, bitter, resentful, unforgiving. And that is a slavery mindset that the Hebrews had when they were taken out of the land of Egypt into, you know, out of slavery, and they kept on wanting to go back. And, you know, Moses reminded them, God is here, his presence is with us day and night. So, you know, we need to be with God and in his presence. And I think that's what keeps me, I don't want to go back to slavery and anger and things that don't make me joyful. I want to be present. It's like, I want, yes, it's heavy. Yes, it's fleeting, but yeah. I want to be present. And, and that's where I find the happiness and the joy. And like, yeah. you know, something that could tick me off my mindset so can go, I do not need to laugh. I don't need to be mad about that. Like if my kid like leaves his garbage, I'm like, That kid, like one day he's just going to get it and he won't leave his garbage here. And as opposed to be mad and angry, I'm just going to be happy and laugh it off. Like, if he doesn't learn it with me, he's going to learn it with somebody else. Like, it's cool. And it's like that lightheartedness that I want to be able to carry that I don't always carry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting.
1: Was that a rant?
0: No, (laughs) it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't a rant at all. And I think Anna's ready to to post. from Ecclesiastes, which yeah. is which is kind of like the bookend of my question this morning, but I'll tell you, I think we live, even in the Word, when we we live with things that can be focused on our struggle or on our. Um, it's interesting. You know how we're inviting the word, like, Hey, everyone, what's your, what word has God given you for the year? Write your word, write your word. And, um, you know, I'm looking at some of, some people have been sending in words. One of them comes in from Adrienne, and the word God gave her was perseverance. Mm. Right. And she writes, I'm a lot stronger than I give myself credit for. And it's so it's, it's true. And it's beautiful. And I wonder though, if it's interesting, I wonder if sometimes the words that we choose even that God does give us are a father constantly reminding us that we can make it. And what God wants for us is to already understand that we've made it and live in the joy and the happiness and the laughter of the fact that we've made it. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Right. And it brings me now. So let me go to. So this is what my husband, what Roger sent me this morning. Um, so he writes it's Ecclesiastes three verses 11 to 13. Thank you for sharing that to Adrian. Um, it's beautiful. And God gave me the word perseverance a couple of years ago. And, um, it's an amazing word because it, I think he gives it to us so that we realize how incredibly strong and capable and amazing we are. So I want you to focus on the actual victory in your story, in the mm-hmm. perseverance, right? Mm-hmm. And I really think it's right here in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11 to 13. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He's also said eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. We're supposed to find satisfaction in our work, eat and drink. Yeah, I did. I did make a joke and I said to Roger, so does that mean we're supposed to eat and get drunk? And he goes, Honey, plate. Okay. <laughs> no. He's like, no. he's like, and we got saved, remember? <laughs> but, but eat and drink, like, eat your food, you know, drink the healthy things that nourish your body, find satisfaction in your work. Like, this is a gift. He's saying that he has made everything beautiful in its time. So yeah. he already did it. We don't need to belabor the point. And that's what I do. I, I realized I woke up this morning, as I do on a lot of mornings. And I belabor the point of how things are going to get made beautiful in my time. <laughs> of course, I'm fitting him into my time. <laughs> right. 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 So, and, and, and it, but listen to this. Now, this is amazing to me. This scripture. He's mm-hmm. also said eternity in the human heart. Yeah. That's crazy because something about what he set in our hearts is supposed to understand that God is outside of time. mm mm-hmm. That everything will be beautiful in time. And if we keep eternity in our heart, we won't get so focused on the right this second, right now, what I can change or can't change, right? Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Like he's telling us, like, we can't understand it. Solomon, the wisest and wealthiest man in the world is telling us, like, I don't even understand some of these things, but I know what's there. And, and I know that there's nothing better for anybody than for people to be happy and to do good while they live. All of this is our gift. Like he's given us the ability truly to live exactly according to this scripture and I think it's great. Nova, it's, I realized like, oh my goodness, I live so much in the need to overcome, in the victory, yeah. in the faith scriptures, in the woe is me scriptures. Yeah. Totally. You know, that I, right. That, right. Like we're for, why are we not like paying attention to the, no, no, no. But the inheritance is yours, kids.
1: You won. Yeah, and, and it's practicing that the knowledge that we have of that and celebrating. I think celebrating that very thing, celebrating the beauty in that, like like being intentional with we talk a lot about gratitude, but but just be intentional about being aware, like Open your eyes and see. It's very easy for me. I live, in, um, I live in a coastal community now, and you know, when we first moved here, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like driving over that hill. Like, I mean, we got super blessed with a friend who had. I mean, we we just feel so grateful. But I remember going over the hill and seeing the vast ocean, just being overcome by the beauty that God has made. Yeah. And we, as a family, said. You guys, we cannot forget this feeling. We cannot forget what we get to see because God allowed it to happen. And so yeah. we have yeah. this thing where we do a countdown ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And then we see the ocean and we always say, Thank you, God, for this amazing, vast ocean. Like sitting in the gratitude of that, like it kind of just changes our mindset when Shiloh's had a hard day at school, when I've had a challenging day at work, it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, that's right. Like, thank you for your beauty, God. And you know what? It makes me happy. And I have a lot of joy from it and it's fun and it's fun. And you know what that does when I meet people in my community, guess what? I can, I, I have joy and happiness in me. And no matter what I can, I can, move from that place of, you know, God has set that inside of me and I can move from that place. Do I always without fail? No. Right. But it's the reminder of, let me, let me be happy in this. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, sometimes the other side of the coin is sometimes I felt guilty for being so happy. Like, has anybody ever felt that? Like, I felt guilty. Like the, there's so many hard and terrible things in the world. Am I even allowed to be happy right now?
0: I, I I do think that's a part of why it's very difficult. And why should it be difficult for Christians to step into happiness? Right. But I do. Yeah. It, and not joy. We have joy. We have, you yeah. know, the joy of the yeah. Lord is our strength. strength, the joy of our knowledge. I mean, we've got, Jesus Christ died on a cross to save us from our sin. Like I do find a lot of comfort in knowing he did this for me. You know, there's righteousness. I I can, I can go to him through Christ who loves me. Yeah. But, but the actual day to day happiness is a real test of your faith. And it's a choosing, Right, mm-hmm. it's a choosing. There's a choice involved. You know what? I and and God, Nova, and there's things like what you do with your kids. Like I was just listening to you, and I'm like, you're such a great mom because what you're planting in them, you're literally you're planting the seeds of joy in them, the seeds of happiness in them. You're teaching them to choose, to 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 choose to be happy because a lot of times we have to make that choice, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's teaching them to bloom where they're planted. And that's one of the greatest compliments that a girlfriend of mine, Nina, my girlfriend, Nina Runsdorf, she's an amazing jewelry designer. You guys, if you just want, if you want to have a little fun, Google NSR or Nina Runsdorf jewelry. (gasps) Amazing. I can't afford any of her stuff. She's amazing. She gives (laughs) gives me gifts, right? But um, She's this fabulous, beautiful New Yorker. And Nina looked at me one day and she said, but Sin, I've known you for years and you bloom where you're planted. And that to this day, I have to, t- I have to share this with her. She's not a believer. I witnessed to her and her daughters all the time, Her two girls are my goddaughters. They're both, they're, they're just, they're three of the most exceptionally beautiful women I've ever seen. And I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, that's how she and I met on a beach one day in the Hamptons. And she was kind of in a group of sort of mutual friends and I couldn't take my eyes off of her. I mean, the, she was so ex, just exotic and stunning, this Jewish woman with blue eyes and brown hair. And and I literally looked at her and I said, I am i can't take my eyes off. You are literally one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. And she was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. And I, I, I ended up getting to be very good friends with she and her husband, who we had girlfriends who were jealous of she and her husband's relationship because they adored each other. Mm. They could not take their hands off of each other after... 129 years of marriage. And they, when <laughs> he saw her for the first time, when she was like 18 and he said to his big sister, that's the girl I'm going to marry. And then they yeah. ended up getting married, you know, a few years later in their twenties after they remet again, like he saw her in the Macy's in the women's lingerie department, buying bras with his sister and right. And he sees her, I think he, they might've been 19 or cause they had just started college. Then he didn't see her for years, ran into her again and was like, I saw you three years ago in the Macy's department. And I told my sister, you were the girl I was going to marry. And she's like, well, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, well, I have a girlfriend. They broke up with their boyfriend and girlfriend, got together, got married, have two beautiful daughters. He died three days after her 40th birthday. Uh. He was killed in a horrible accident on the Hudson River. Oh, Right. Long story short, we've been friends through a lot of stuff. And- One of the most beautiful, to me, that was the most beautiful compliment because she recognized something in me that I think is only God in me. Like only God, you know, and, and for those of you watching who really get this, and I know you do know, but you take a journey with the Lord, right? And like, sometimes he says, I want you to move here or I want you to do this, or I want you to do that. Most people are afraid he's going to ask them to become a missionary and move to Africa and sell everything they own. That's not how God works. So get Uh over your fear, snap out of it. For those of you who are on the fence about Jesus, come on in, the water's fine. He's not going (laughs) to ask you to like, he's not. Because he knows us, right? He knows, I can do Africa. I do it all the time in a hotel. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Heidi Baker, on the other hand, who's an incredible sister in Christ of all of ours, She can do Africa on the ground, you know, in the dirt, in her tents. She's Mm -hmm. had 115 different diseases and worms and everything else, you know, in her life as a missionary. And she comes from incredible wealth in Laguna Beach, California. But she picked up a different cross and we all have a different cross that God asks us to carry. And I don't believe he tries to burden us more than, you know, than we can bear. I don't, I know he doesn't, but it is interesting on this journey You know, you get planted in a lot of places and you're planted there to be a blessing and you're planted there to be blessed. And so for her to recognize that I've always kept that with me because I always say to myself, no matter where I am, God has planted you here to bloom. You know what a bloom looks like, right? It's like the beautiful flower, right? And it just opens in time, in season, in the spring. And the birds are singing, and it feeds mm. the pollen, and it feeds everything around it, right? It's like a part of this cycle, mm. and and it's and even in the winter when it's not blooming and it's inside, God's taking care of it and getting it ready, and That's He's such teaching a good it, right. He's teaching it, yeah. He's ministering to it, He's pollinating it, He's like making sure that in the spring pop.
1: It blooms. There's and so much that happens under the surface of our lives. Mm, and so much. Preach. Right? And then, you know, you go out and you say, yeah. I can't do this by myself, Lord, but you've been doing a lot of things inside me. So um help me. Yeah. <laughs> and he does it. And he does it. But that yeah. those things that are under the surface that maybe You know, nobody really knows about you and your story, they can read it in your books, but like, but you know, those inner workings of what it has taken to become who you are, to be able to bloom where you're planted and be a really beautiful fragrance wherever you go. There was toil there, there was hard things, and you have joy and you have happiness and you can laugh. I listen to you laugh, Cynthia, and it changes the atmosphere. You you have a robust, fun laugh. And I, you know, my husband carries that same like crazy robust laughter. And he was on the phone. I was upstairs in the house and I hear him talking to a childhood friend and he's just like laughing. And, and it's so funny because what you and Roger talked about this week is what we experienced. I'm like, Oh, when my husband laughs, it just changes the entire atmosphere in our house. And it's so fun. It's like, I want to be part of that conversation. I want right. to laugh. I want right. to be happy. And right. I think that's the other thing. When we live out in happiness and the joy that spills out, it is 100% contagious.
0: 100%,
1: and it, 100% contagious. And it changes everything. Yeah. Like even yeah. in atmospheres where it's like so... Ugly. Yeah. You begin to laugh at things that you can't control. Oh, and it changes everything.
0: Oh, well, and that is really, I mean, to learn, you know, to learn to laugh at the things that we can't control is because really, we can't
1: control anything. <laughs>
0: nothing. Nothing. It's what is the word you use? It's it's um hevel he, hevel
1: it's, hevel, <laughs> it's right? hevel. We can't control it.
0: It's like hevel. a mist, a mist. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. though the Bible's like our life is but a vapor. Yeah. Like it, we kind of gently pass through, and 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 then we're gone. And you know, it really, like, we really have been on this, you know, for the last, like, really all morning because we we got up very early, and and we're we're traveling, you guys. That's why everything looks a little different. I'm in a hotel room. I'm in Hotlanta. I call it Hotlanta, <laughs> Atlanta. Actually I'm outside. I, I, I always choose to stay in the suburbs. I don't like to stay in downtown Atlanta. Um, I, 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 cause I need to see a little bit more green. And so there's this really cute place where we stay when we're here. And, and you know, we woke up early this morning and we were just really talking about this, like laughter as a part of your day is critical. It's like, how much of a release do you get when you laugh? You know, and 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 God wants us to laugh. I mean, think about this. I, I said it earlier. Psalm one twenty six two, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with song, with songs of joy. So we're supposed to laugh and sing. We're supposed I'm to in. laugh and sing. I know, in. right, right. And I and since you sing, Nova, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you should be laughing and singing all day long. I mean, I can laugh and sing. It might not make everybody happy around me. <laughs> Actually, it might make them happy because they'd be like, "Oh my god, that girl cannot carry a, a note," <laughs> but she's just going off because you know sometimes it's so funny, you know, when yeah. people can't sing and they're just like, "I don't." It just brings me joy, though. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness, this is the best conversation. This is just—it's the best because there's so much that there, there's so much going on in the world that isn't, we aren't able to laugh, but all of that is circumstantial things that makes us feel even guilty for having laughter, joy, and fun. And, but I think we have to fight for it. I think we have to fight for that.
0: I agree. We do. I agree. I agree. You know, do you know what I think the fight is? I think the Mm -hmm. fight is exactly Psalm 37, four, which I read Mm -hmm. earlier, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I think the fight is simply every day to go. I don't care what Fox news said. I don't care what CNN said. I don't care who the president is or isn't. I don't care what these crazy people are doing in the nations plural around me. I'm going to sit right down and take delight in my Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm going to know that my joy is found in the truth of what I know that I'm saved. I'm righteous before God. He's God. He controls all of this. Will he not take care of me in everything? Like, has he not taken care of you in everything?
1: Everything. I know he
0: has because if you're watching or listening to this, yo, wake up. You're taken care of. Uh, Like, seriously. Like, if you can actually, if you're like watching this, if you're able to do this, something about your life is taken care of. It's a blessing. The fact that we're here is a blessing, because mm-hmm. if we were having real problems, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, the electricity might not be on. The lights might not work. That we wouldn't maybe have internet. We couldn't get to a Bible to know what Bible verses said.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I read one of the comments you know, even as you're sharing this from Teresa Lockwood and how she says to stop trying to work out why God hasn't answered my particular prayer. Like, Mm. Mm. man, that is, may God give you peace. May he give you her peace, you know, like through this, through this time of like, God, why haven't you, why haven't you? And, and may you, may his like, May his truth shine on your life and show you what he has, has given so that it is a reminder for what you know is to come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know, it's, it's so interesting too, Nova. Like, uh, Teresa, when you're, when, you're, when you're really actively trying to stop, you know, working out why God hasn't answered a particular prayer, you could actually get busy living right you can
1: that's that's what I was trying to say you right. yes no right? i
0: i know because this is me yo t yeah. this is me like seriously i i wake up and i'm just well i'm not even trying to work out why god hasn't answered the prayer i just try to answer it myself <laughs> and so i cause myself and my poor husband oh my gosh i can cause my husband so much stress because I will go over the to-do list and our to-do list is long. You know, we have projects and we have things going on and it requires, you know, it requires constant, I have workers and crews and, you know, in my, I have my ministry life and, and, and my desires for, for this ministry to grow and for Grow Club to grow. And I'm telling you, I'm about to start crying because we have a guy who chose to write in and, you know, Scott, I love you because I love our men who watch because sometimes you guys won't necessarily time in because it's like, okay, you know, but, but. But y'all like girls, right? And this is Girl (laughs) Club. So I want men to join us because nothing about the word of God, by the way, has a gender. I love that. It's genderless. God's for all of us. You know, he made us male and female, but his word and how to live and how to take delight in the Lord, it's For it's for all of us. It's for all of us. If we take delight in him, all of a sudden we just stop worrying like about the to-do list, the projects, the, the houses. Okay. This needs to be done. This has to get done here. And, and, and it's so funny. Cause you know, God's been showing me, he's been kind of humbling me uh, this week. Um, and it's, it's okay. And it goes like this, like Roger, Roger will say, let's pray. Let's just pray. And then I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, you know what? He's right. We're supposed to start our morning in prayer, not with our laundry list. So we'll, we'll start praying. And the second that I'm done with prayer, like the two or three things that I was concerned about, the answer comes, someone will text and say, Oh, I scheduled this for blah, 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 or, Oh, just want you to know X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, God, I mean, I, I don't understand. You know, we have this, we have this crazy, crazy, incredible piece of property, um, in California. And, um, that we, we, are we are selling, we want to sell and we're prepping it to sell. And so if you guys want to pray for me for anything, please pray that it sells for a crazy high price because it's worth it. And, and we're, we're trying to stand on that no matter what anyone says. And, um, and it's unique, it's a unicorn, but you know, unicorns are kind of a hard thing for sometimes people to get their mind around. But in all of that, I have been like, okay, but this needs to get done. And oh, maybe he's not going to handle that. Maybe this, and then literally I'll go to prayer. And within minutes, the person who needed to handle whatever has handled whatever. So anyway, I just, I just know it's the delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Like it's, it's that scripture No, but That's a key. I know for me to being able to be happy in my day.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, Cynthia, I can tend to really lean into anxiety far more than I lean into the promises of God. And I, um, for anybody who studies the Enneagram, I, I think I'm typed as a six and a six has just this inner committee that just as like, I can think about all the worst case scenarios and it's so much easier for me to not live under the transformative truth of the gospel and just go into my inner committee and overthink and rethink and do this and that. And I I'm learning under God's transformation power that I I don't have to listen to that inner committee. I can listen to the Holy spirit and just stop myself from thinking about all the worst case scenarios possible. And, and, and real as real can be in 2019 uh, and 20, I really struggled with anxious thoughts. And a lot of times I didn't want to even admit it because I felt like admitting it was saying that, you know, I wasn't an overcomer, you know, and I, I realized like the more I gave up my anxiousness and my trying to be in control, which honestly made me super unhappy. I was really unhappy inside um, in those moments. Uh, I fought for joy, but that anxiety just riled me up and it wasn't, you know, God has definitely taken me through a journey, but I... I can honestly tell you like Jesus and I am so excited right now to wake up in the morning and spend time with the Lord. And there was a lot of times I was not, I didn't, I could hardly get out of bed.
0: Can I tell you something? I've noticed. I've noticed that you're excited to wake up and spend time with the Lord because, you know, we call, we call Nova around here. For those of you who are new to girl club, I call her mic drop. Cause there's a lot of mic drops around here, but, but no, no, but no, but it's like, sometimes she'll just drop like this soft, gentle, like word of wisdom. And you're like, Whoa, mm. did everybody else just hear that? You know, mm. mic drop. but you know, I can tell no, that like the, the wisdom and the depth that you have shared, you know, that you've been sharing, it's like. It's I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm t- I am told you I was still I'm still I'm still growing from your study of Joseph, like how you were studying Joseph last week and where it took our conversation and and remembering who you are, even in a pit, even in, in, a, in pit. a pit from the pit to the prison cell, to the palace, to the prison cell, back to the palace. Like, remember who you are, you know, remember to delight yourself in your God remember who you remember. serve, remember, remember what you're called to do. Right. And it's, 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 yes, it, Teresa, we are, you and I both, that's our challenge this week to not think so much. Cause when oh. we think too much, it's usually us, it's us trying yep. to, I think it's us trying to work out what, what we've asked God to work out. Or sometimes I realize I haven't asked God to work it out. And then I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, Oh, wait a minute. Let me pray <laughs> about this. And the second I pray about it, he starts to handle it and then i'm so convicted cuz i'm like oh my god you hear every one of my prayers lord and then i hear yeah dumb dumb why don't you pray like pray more he doesn't call me. you dumb dumb he doesn't call you <laughs> i know right. no you're that would be that would probably hilarious. be me but it's true it's like i literally literally I sat you. there sometimes before the lord and really felt like you hear and you answer every single prayer i have and then right on the heels of that, I'm like, then why don't you bring everything to him in prayer? I mean, you, it makes you so do. much sense. It
1: just makes so much sense.
0: I know too. I bring I know. a lot to him in prayer, yeah. but I don't bring everything. Sometimes there are little things where I've committed my thoughts to, and I will find them. And, and even in the little things I've been testing this, like I needed, oh my gosh, I needed a, stu- okay, I needed, I, let me just scratch that. I have need of nothing, y'all, Not, nothing. And if any of us have a computer to even be watching this or a phone, I strongly feel that you have need of very little too. Now we have our things that we want done that we may need to be done that are coming and are on us, but it, you know, bills and all of that stuff, but need, you know, real need. Okay, so I have to say that to preface this. So I wanted a vintage velvet bedspread.
1: <laughs> this it, it became a best.
0: need. Okay, it became need a need, be right? It became a need, a stupid need, an obsession even, and and five days scouring the internet. And now I love this brand of linen called Bella Notte, But I was like, I'm not spending... Three or $4,000 on a vintage velvet bedspread. I'm not going here. This is the finest. Lin- it's my favorite linen line in the whole world. It's like, it's just yummy, dreamy, beautiful, elegant. Oh my gosh. Google it, Bella Notte linens. So delightful, you guys.
1: <laughs> I don't really
0: want to torture myself, so I'm not right. doing it. <laughs> right. And so I was like, I was like, no, you know what, God, come on. I mean, now part of what I'm paying for or being asked to pay for, it. is the name, is the, probably the the import from Italy, is all of this. No. And I finally went, I'm okay. I got to stop this. I'm, I'm, I got to stop this. Cause this is leading me over into P new, a comment that P new wrote in and I'm getting there. So I was like, I got to stop this. I'm giving it to you, Lord sit. You know what, God, I don't need this. I'm fine. I have a spread two or three or 10. I don't need this. I would like to find something that I see in my mind. And I'm even open to making it, but I don't really have time. So you know what, Lord? I'm giving this to you because it was becoming now, Anna, pull up P word that Pinu wrote in a comment. It's great. The word God has given me is prioritize, instructs me to order my doings and not get carried up in distractions, the active mm. word being distraction for me. Pinu, I love this word because. I have yeah. fought to prioritize through writing this book and this and this really intense study on the fruits of the spirit, like crazy because of the distractions. And I realized in this whole bedspread thing, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is the next four days distraction. Let it go. Let it go. Stop it. God, it's yours. I woke up this morning. The second I prayed about it, turned it over, woke up this morning, found, and I'm not kidding you for like, a percentage of the cost, exactly what I wanted, what I've been struggling to find for a week. Found it. There was one left. It's almost weird. I hit the button, ordered it because I couldn't believe the price, ordered it, and then they were gone. I got the last one and then I was done with it. And then I could focus on getting ready for this morning for Girl Club and move my brain, my brain shifted back to my book and what I have to do today in my book. And, and I realized that Pinu, your word prioritize. It's not just a word about the day and the things we have to do in the day to not get distracted with the things that we have to do in the day, the things that God wants us to do. It's really about, for me, and 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 maybe this will bless you it's really about prioritizing God as first he wants us to make him lord over everything, even our wants and our desires because need yeah. is a big word it's a big stretch, but our wants our desires our constant needs
1: I think so like it's interesting that you even just hearing you say that like i if, as I look at like my own life and my own testimony, I don't think God. Um, you know, wants me to prioritize him so that I check a box that I've done it. But he wants it because he knows how rich and how awesome that intimacy is. And he's like, I want this for you. Like, take it, I'm right here. And that's the part that makes me happy and gives me joy to spend time with the Lord. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to miss out on, I if I'm going to have FOMO, I'm going to have FOMO, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on time with the Lord. On and Jesus. Yeah. Right. Like I don't, because it's so awesome and so rich. And um, I, I honestly, I have not always been there. It has felt more like a to do uh, <laughs> than anything else. When I felt burnt out from ministry, from job, mm-hmm. from all this. And I think I realized once I prioritize Now. Like mm. everything just shifted, everything just shifted. I'm like, man, hey. I don't want to miss out. I want some. It's, I want him.
0: Right, right, and he should be first. He should be first and last. Honestly, yeah. right, he should yeah. probably be the bookend of our day. I think we, I think as Christians, we always get caught in the, um, you know, did you, did you read your word this morning? Did you wake up and you read your word this morning? And yeah, t- totally. Starting my day with the Lord is is assuring I have a different kind of a day, a better day. But I'm also trying to remember to, to end my day with him, you know, cause a lot of times, especially for me, I love tele, I mean, you guys, I, I mean, I, am I come from media so hard and fast that I, I mean, I grew up with no apologies in loving TV. I mean, I can, I, and I'm a writer and I've written scripts, you know, film scripts and TV series. So I can, I can appreciate the movements, the, the cinematography, the, the, the dialogue, the everything in a well-written film or television show. And so I get, I fall asleep a lot of nights fresh off of whatever I'm watching. And I'm married to a man who never, well, he barely watched television at all, but he certainly never watched it at night because at night he wanted to end his day with the Lord. The same way that he started his day with the Lord. So yeah, basically the lesson here today is I've completely polluted his life. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm I listening to this it. and I'm like, great. What a blessing <laughs> you've been to your husband. Oh
1: no, Cynthia, you, you are a blessing,
0: right, you are but, such I mean, a
1: blessing. but it, but it is, it's so funny. But, okay. So Anna put it up, but seek
0: first, you know, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. It's true. I, and I think we should seek him first and last.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like even if it's, yeah. Even if it's a quick, you know, at the end of the night, okay, God's time to turn this off. Thank you Lord for another day.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you Lord for another day.
0: Yeah. My, my, I was telling you earlier, Nova, I have this friend, Alan. Um, shout out to Alan Sorori. He's in, Hi. oh my gosh. Christina knows him, Reynolds. I've introduced oh, them did? before. Yes, I've introduced them before. And she's like, wow, he's a lot. He is, he's a total character. She's like, I love him. And they've gotten to be friends. You would love him also. Alan is one of the most gifted and talented singer songwriters I've ever known. His first album um, did so great. He toured, with Clapton, he um, opened, yeah, he opened for Eric Clapton, and then he opened for Cheryl crow he's um, written for he's written and produced for everybody and written songs that have been in movies and stuff and um super talented, super, super talented, super hilarious. We've been friends for a hundred years, and lately. He, he wakes up every morning and, and he's up early. He was never an early bird ever. You guys, if I called him before one in the afternoon, he was like, why are you calling me? And I'm like, um, because the rest of the world is knee deep in their day. Well, I, I'm up all night. I'm, and it's true because he'd be up <laughs> in, the studio, in the studio or whatever, working or whatever he was, you know, whatever he was doing. Anyway, now he wakes up very early, which I find to be wonderful. Because I'm up very early. And so he'll text me crack at, at, at the crack of doom, he calls it. And I'll call him, what are you doing, Alan? I don't know why I'm up at the crack of doom. And, and I, we would laugh. And I thought it was so funny. And after about 10 days of hearing him say that, I was like, I think we need to change the branding on your day. <laughs> I'm not sure you're marketing your day right. Because crack of doom is yeah. like, I'm like, no. You're co-signing with the enemy over your day. Mm-hmm. There is no doom in the gift of being given another day of life. Mm-hmm. And and I know where he's coming from. Because I think as we get older and as we, and not even like, not even old. Like, I mean, as we just get older and yeah. we've tried some things and they've worked, we've tried some things mm-hmm. and they have failed. We've gotten over a whole lot of things because it's like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like I told him, I was like, LA just doesn't have any shine to me anymore. There's no shine. Like, I mean, I used to, I mean, I'm, you guys, there was no way you were ever getting me to even think about living outside of California and New York. I mean, they have no shine at all for me anymore. And that's a product of age and experience. And I've just seen a lot Mm. and understand a lot more about what you said, Noble, what's underneath the surface Mm. of these things. How the world works. How the world works. Exactly. Wow. It's interesting. I was reading something about Pamela Anderson of all people. Right. And Mm. she recently, and she made a comment in this article, for those of you who know who Pamela Anderson is. And she said, I always knew I would come back to Canada. She's Canadian. I know. I was like, my
1: Canadian girl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's from a small town in Canada. And she said, I always knew when I got tired of playing around in the world that Mm -hmm. I would come back home. That was so powerful to me because I hope that the home that she's truly gone back to, Mm because she was raised with the knowledge of, of, Christ apparently. I hope uh-huh. that's the home. I hope that's the home she's migrating back to because yeah. that's what took the shine off of everything for me as I went back mm. home to Christ, back home to my real mm. the real kingdom, the real yeah. shine, the real bling where the streets are really paved with gold and rubies and diamonds and, you know, sparkly things. And but but while we're here, he he's blessed us to yeah. be happy here and he's promised us like we talked about from Ecclesiastes, right? He's going to take care of it. He's got it. He's got us. So he wants us to just live and enjoy life. Be happy mm-hmm. with the life he's given us. Not be happy in sinful ways. No, we can't. We've been saved. We're filled with the knowledge of Christ. You know, when I laugh now, my laughter is truly, truly big. and 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 I feel it to my soul because I'm not laughing and then guilty because I'm laughing about something I really shouldn't be laughing about, you know? God is, <laughs> I mean, you know, we all have a past. I got saved out of the world. There was stuff yeah. I laughed at and moments I laughed in where it was like, Ooh, I remember going to a friend's birthday party one year in a church, downtown Los Angeles. And there were, well, the most famous transvestite in the world performed. And there oh. were- was- there were like half-naked men on pedestals all over the church. Um, no. Oh, dude. That was about that was about the year. Wow. It was in that year I was really beginning to look through different eyes and go, Lord, this is all I've ever known. I've known Hollywood. I grew up in this industry. This is where I wanted to have made my life. And I remember going to this party and looking around, and it was like that. Horrible house music. Yeah. Yeah. Which to it's me, just a goong goong. I'm like, can I get a bass some beats, and a, yeah, like it's a Yeah, it's very groom? transient. Like give me something I can croon to. <laughs> like yeah, right. It's it's very like Yeah.
1: No, it's a little
0: dark to me. It's dark. It's a dark a lot of it. And a lot of hip hop is dark too. A lot mm. of music oh, is yeah. dark. Let's be real. Let me just call it across all genres. It's dark. But anyway, yeah. I walked in there. And I'm looking around and I'm looking at total debauchery and, and I remember saying, Jesus, please don't come back right now tonight and find me here. <laughs> and that was, oh. kind of that was like, it was a few months later where I went into full surrender mode and I just got on wow. my face and I was like, all right, God, you can take it. You can take the car, you can take the house, you can take famous friends, you can take the agents, you can take the career, you can take it, take all of it. I've counted the cost thoroughly. I've been counting the cost now for the last two years, going into these situations, aware of who you are, counting the cost. Like, okay, can you walk away from this? Can you give this up? What if these people don't call you anymore? What if they don't want friends with you anymore? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And I came to, who cares? Wow. What if I have to live another day knowing the truth? And looking at the lie and finding and pretending that I'm happy and laughing in it and feeling peace in my soul. No, thank you. So I counted the cost and I counted it all as loss for the excellency and the joy of knowing Christ. And man, within like a short period of time, you know, I met, I met my friend, Roger, my friend who helped I me. I love this
1: story. Yeah. I love your
0: story. Me. Yeah. He helped me to start going deeper in the Lord. Cause I had all these questions about the Lord. Cause I was like, okay, Oh my gosh, I met this man. He's the only man I've ever known who was completely sold out for Jesus. And he knows scripture like the back of his hand. He's a total theologian. I can ask my questions. It wasn't even like, oh, I'm attracted. I want, no, it wasn't that. It was, oh my you God. You met on
1: a plane, right? You met on a plane, didn't I you? I met on,
0: we met him on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and See, we met I've, on the plane. I read your book. <laughs> yeah, it was, and Nova, yeah. It was weeks after that party. Literally. Are you
1: serious?
0: Yeah. You no, know, it was, it was like, no, it was the week of that party.
1: That is so insane, Cynthia, because like, honestly, sometimes and like for, you know, people that had seen you probably on television, people watching here, you know, seen you throughout the years, but like, it's so I love hearing your testimony. And it is such a privilege to be a partner ministry with you just Mm. like your transformation story. Like is so astounding to me, and sometimes Cynthia, because you are so real, and God has moved so heavily in your life. Like I forget that that's who you were, and that was your story, because God has like done such a transformation work in your life. And I'm like, I you are such a mentor and friend and sister and like teacher, and that I forget, and I, I mean. It's just it's amazing to me to hear your story and like knowing that piece that like I've never heard before, like you mm. were in that debauchery, oh. like it it almost doesn't feel real that you actually were in those places. Yeah. Because oh it's yeah. Like, you want because now the woman I know is just like I want nothing to do with that, and yet God still calls you out into up in front in this world to speak truth. And I'm like, that is awesome.
0: Thank you. Nov. you know, it's interesting though. It's like, I mean, yeah, I know those places. I mean, I've, you know, I was, I was miss dance on top of the table, you know? I mean, I was the, I was the like, is Cynthia coming? Cause you know, the boys love me, you know? Yeah. yeah, And then I hope, the boys still love me, but I mean, I'm just telling the boys about, I mean more about Jesus, Jesus and, yeah. and, and it's not just me. Talk. Like there's a lot of people who knew me from my prior life. They will say to me, and it's interesting. They, they say to me, but you were always this girl. You always love the Lord. And I was like, yeah, but you guys there's, yeah, I always talked about him, but talking about him drunk on top of the table dancing with five, you know, five of my gay friends and, and, you know, six of my girlfriends and three of them married and then two of the men not married. Yeah. And now everybody famous and nobody caring, uh, not really what Jesus wants for all surrendered, of
1: us. Not a yeah. surrendered. Life. Well, yeah,
0: because, and, but then you're trying to explain that to people yeah. and they're going, what are you talking about? That's like the famous, that's like the most fabulous, like glamorous scene. And it's the height of the world. And but my challenge is explaining to people that what looks like the height of the world is like an amoeba on my dog's turd. When you touch the height of God's kingdom, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's just not, there's no comparison and, and you it's it, you'll experience it inside and then it'll impact your life from the inside out. And it's like a yearning like, you know, you know, the the scripture deep, deep calls out to deep, Mm -hmm. right? It's when the deep in you is calling out to the depth, the real, the deep, the depth of the creator and of creation. And then you're around the created things and you know, you know, you know, there's more because even in these things, I don't feel, I don't feel true fulfillment. I don't feel true happiness Mm -hmm. and joy, but it's, Yes, you might experience that feeling in the kingdom. But see, when I don't feel true happiness or joy in the kingdom, I know where to go. It just means I haven't gotten in the word in a minute. I need to, uh oh, you got to go to the truth. You got to go to the truth book. You know what the yeah. truth book is. And you didn't read today. So sit down, no matter what you're doing, pull it up, get in your scripture. And then I have, then the, then the, then the coffers are full, you know, the glasses is, yeah. is full. It, but when you're in the world, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go to fill up, you know, because nobody around. You just you fill, can fill the ego, up.
1: right? It's just about filling the ego, the next hit of the ego, until someone else can make you feel good, right? Oh, Cynthia froze. Oh, I love it. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Wow. I don't know if we're gonna get um Cynthia back, but um I think today has been such an incredible chat. And I so appreciate it. I love it. Scott is piping in and all the people that have, you know, made these comments of the word that God's given them. And and I my prayer for us and for um all the girls in Girl Club is that we would delight ourselves in the Lord and that we could laugh at this at the days to come. And that we would experience God's presence, his wraparound presence, like my friend Kristen uh, shared with me yesterday, that we would experience that and that we'd find just happiness in that. And there's a lot of things to not be grateful for and to not be happy about, but that that true happiness can only be fulfilled. As Cynthia said, like that's where we get to go. Um, There is nowhere to go in the world that will satisfy that, that will make us happy, that will make us joyful. Um, It's really just being with God and being in his presence. So can I just pray for us and say happy Saturday morning, afternoon, evening, or good night. Jesus, thank you for this girl club, for this family, um, men and women who come to gather and and discuss. And God, thank you that um, your word is live and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. And and thank you, God, that today I keep hearing you just say that Hevel, Hevel, Hevel. It, it's it's paradoxical, um, but you're in it all, that we can sit back and we can trust you and and be happy. And so, God, uh, we love you. We thank you for your presence and your goodness and your favor in our lives, teach us, give us eyes to see and ears to hear um, and hearts to move toward your obedience. May you fulfill us. May we find ourselves doing things that are meaningful and valuable in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. I got back. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you got that. I was like, well, I don't know where my girl is, but you know what?
0: No, thank you so much. You you know, that's, see, I I often say this about Girl Club. Like I am so gifted because you guys, you guys are all leaders. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I know Nova's going to cover this little technical difficulty because (laughs) you know what happened? My, my internet logged out. You know how in a hotel you sign your 24 hours every 20. My internet Um. logged me out. So I was like, you know what, Satan, you're not going to get in front of the fact that people need to hear what I'm saying today. (laughs) And it's funny. And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's probably the media gods at Facebook and everywhere else going, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, she's exposing our secrets again. She's telling people about all those dark, debaucherous places she was constantly invited to. And she saw the devil there. Girl. But I did. I did. I I, I saw so much hypocrisy you know, and I know, you know what, I know we're, we're ending up and I don't want to, yeah. we're over time and, you know, but, um, more next time, but day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, all <laughs> I know is Cynthia, I'm so grateful that the Lord grabbed a hold of your heart and your life and oh. you are a bright shining star in this world for Christ. And I, Thanks, I no. just feel privileged to be a part of a small part of just the storyline that I get to partner with you in ministry and, and see people, um, love Jesus together Amen. and journey together. What a gift. It makes me happy. I don't know about you.
0: What a gift. What (laughs) a gift. No, I always give, I always leave happy and, and so grateful. Thank you for, thank you for your heart and your ministry and your friendship and your encouragement and your support and, Thank each and every one of you for watching and, you know, tuning in every week. And I pray that you will share Girl Club with with um, another girl or a guy, you know, yeah. who needs to we just needs to be in fellowship, you know, because I think the beautiful thing we do around here is transparency. We keep yeah. it real. We don't judge. We're going to share our opinions. You don't have to like them. You don't have to love them, but you're going to get them if you're here, if
1: not, go <laughs> oh, somewhere else. <laughs> right. True uh, marketing.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, it. I know. We I know. need to just go. We just need to go.
1: I love you guys. God love bless you. you
0: for being with us. You've been a part of another girl club. We will see you next week. <laughs>